Good morning, afternoon, and evening, Supercoach Elitists. Welcome back to the first podcast for the 2020 pre-season. My name's Corey, and as always, alongside me is the Bombs Express. Choo-choo-choo! Merry Christmas, Corey. I didn't give you the choo-choo because we've just finished up Christmas. And uh, what better way to bring in the uh, Christmas festive season, Corey, than to get the 2020 uh, team picker, uh, just absolutely drop for, for all the gold users out there from last year, Corey. Um, let's just get stuck right into this. What do you reckon, eh? Yeah. Gonna social media plug. You want to do one of them or? Nah. <laughs> yeah. uh, find us on Twitter at SC Elites. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, and SoundCloud at Supercoach Elites. Bombs. It's yeah. been way too long. Uh, I don't know if the listeners know, but we literally do not talk when we're in the off season. <laughs> no, that's that's me and Brett. That that. Don't ah, okay. Hey, I'll tell you now. I'm out of form, you know. I didn't give you the I didn't give you the plug for the social medias and that, but you know why I didn't do that, Corey? Um, well, I, I really don't know why. I'm just absolutely out of it at the moment, Corey. Yeah. Well, I suppose that we're still sponsored by Exotic Limo at the moment too. I suppose well, we are. We are looking for new sponsors for 2020. I'm pretty sure Exotic Limo will jump back on board. Um, that's probably why, Bombs. I've missed the whole whole uh, sponsor drop. It's we're just a little bit out of tune, you know. It's it's Christmas. We're it's excited. Just, this is, Corey, Brett's this not is, here. It's a fine-tuned podcast, this one, Corey, and uh, we've just been refining and refining and refining, and uh, all this says to me is we've got a little a little way to go. Yeah, that's all right. Um, yeah, Brett, unfortunately, couldn't join us uh, for this one, shame. but he will be back more in 2020. Yeah, so I've heard, so I've heard. Uh, we, uh, well, I did catch up with him. I know I said don't speak to him in the preseason. I've actually spoke a few words, so he reckons he's going to be more readily available. And uh, you know what we didn't cop from Bretta so far uh, at the end of the year, Corey? What? Uh, I'm not playing Supercoach next year. We haven't we haven't copped that old depressive feed yet, have we? Yeah, uh, you know we get it every year. I'm going to pick my team two days before, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I've missed this so much. I've actually genuinely missed doing potty with you. Uh, it's always it's always a laugh, mate. It's always a laugh, mate. I've got no idea what we're doing on the potty today. I'm hoping that uh, that you've arranged maybe something to talk about. Otherwise, maybe we can just flick through our current lineups or something. I was hoping you had it all written down for me. No, we thought we'd jump on, just have a chat about you know a couple of players that. Maybe very early have caught our eye, you know, ones that we're looking at, ones we'll keep an eye on over the preseason. Um, if you want to make any uh, elaborate locks for your team already, um, you know, a couple of those rooks that you think will definitely get a game. Just some general chit-chat, bombs. I'll tell you now, Corey, I'm staring at my team and I just think lock, 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 lock. I can, I can go on for about 30 of the 30 I've selected, Corey. I'm pretty sure my team's done, and I'm going to do an experiment this year. I've got to obviously taken a, a screenshot of what it looks like right now, and I'm then going to have a look at what it looks like going into round one to just to see how much things change over the preseason. Because I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, damn, this is pretty good, boy. This is going to be a laugh. <laughs> but I'll tell you now, Corey, there's one player. Now, we, we say this all the time, don't we? There's one player we should always pick. It's the same bloke from last year, except this time he's lining up in the forward line, and his name's Lockie Whitfield. How can you not pick him now when he's a forward? Yeah, look, I think that's a great place to start is with the Lockie Whitfield and the Dustin Martin talk because these are the these were almost the two first picked in my team, actually. 
It's kind How of do you not? I started down in defence and then worked my way down. It took me about four <laughs> minutes to put a team together, so I haven't really had a play since. I've definitely spent, you know, a couple of hours on it looking around, but I haven't really changed anything. Um, but Lockie Whitfield and Dustin Martin were definitely, as soon as I got to the forward line, it was pick-pick and, and no questions asked. They're two players that... You're you're a lock for a hundred average um, at the start of the year, and, and if you give me anyone at the start of the season that's going to average a hundred up forward or down back, they're straight in your lineup. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, Corey. And I'll tell you what, I've, I'll add a third to that, Isaac Keeney. I don't see how I'm running the year without starting uh, one, two, and three of those players there. Oh, the cat, Isaac Heaney. <laughs> Sucks us in at the back end of the season. He's going to be a midfielder, and then he'll line up half forward flank. Currently, that's don't cheaper. have him. Cheaper than what he started at last year. But I'll tell you now, we've got some good options up forward as well. We've got a few 360, 330 odd $1,000 plays. Uh, don't we? Dev Smith, Dev uh, Jack Stephen. the one, I think, for me that I can't. Another one of those mid prices that you, I, I can't really see how you can start the season without him. I know he's come back off injury, and there's a lot of injury uh, prone players out there right now. Bombs, and we'll talk about that because. We're having a, a brief chat today, um, and in that kind of conversation thread that we had going, we are talking about how many injury-prone players that, especially we're sitting in my quick team to start with, and, and how much of a worry that can be. But do um, you reckon anyway you, you're not starting with Dev Smith? Um, look, if I had a choice out of Jack Stephen and Dev Smith, I'm picking Dev Smith, and um, okay. I think Jack Stephen's the one I'm trying to get out of my team and up to a premium, but I'm just not quite sure where I'm going to find the money for that right now, Corey. Yeah, back into the midfield, tackling again. Oh, yeah, I have absolutely no doubt. I've absolutely no doubt. Look, it'd be good for a 90-odd. Yep. And with the way my team's kind of structured up at the moment, I've got Dev Smith sitting at mid-five now, actually. But um, the way I see him, he's really sort of a top-six forward. So at some point, he'll just swing forward and I'll upgrade one of those forwards to a uh, to a mid-player. I just think we've got a bit of uh, some good stuff down in the, in the forward rookies as well, as Isaac Rankin at uh, 123,000. There's Max King, 123,000 as well. So We'll get to them. Get to them. We'll get, get to back that, with right. the Jack Stephen thing. Average and how confident are you? Because I had him sitting in my team, but it was only like I said, a quick flick through, just selecting players, seeing who was there. I'm not overly confident that Jack Stephen's going to set the world on fire early. I mean, he, apparently he's training well. It's one of those ones that you got to watch a lot of preseason. I think he'll spend a lot of time up forward. Yeah, him. Uh, yeah, he's interesting, Corey. I might cop a bit of slack for this, but I don't even see him averaging eighty this year. And I don't know. I don't know if that's a big call, but I think you'll hover around that 78, 79, um, and and that'll be about it for him. And for me, three sixty k. What's he going to get you to? Four thirty, four fifty with a a good string of form, and then you're probably going to look to get him off. So that that's probably one of the reasons why I'm looking at him and thinking, hmm, I'm going to try get him up as soon as possible. You know who he reminds me of? Uh, a bit of Toby Green from last year. Remember Toby Green yep. was kind of around this price, and we, we spoke about, you know, injury and his previous averages and all that kind of stuff. A lot of kind of Jack Stephen uh, kind of smell about that. I can guarantee you one thing, Corey, though, the serial pest, Dylan Bate, uh, he'll be starting him, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, 100%. You know, out of the top eight mids, sorry, only only the top eight mids averaged 90-plus last year. Jack Zeeble, 90.9. Jeremy Cameron, 92.8. Toby Green, 93. Isaac Heaney, only 94. Ablett when you when you said top eight mids, I think you meant top eight, top eight forwards. Sorry. Yeah. Um, Ablett ninety five point seven, and then you got Dusty Walters and Lockie Whitfield, who all averaged over hundred. Yeah, Michael Walters yeah, played yeah. twenty two matches last year. Yeah, that's that's surprising. I think he wasn't he one kind of like all year where we're happy enough for people to start him, um, happy enough for people to kind of bring him in. 
Um, we were worried about injury at some point, but that just never seemed to, to kind of uh, eventuate, did it? Yeah. Now, any chance you'd go near that yeah. to start the season, or you reckon that'll just be a wait and see? Who, Walters? Yeah. Uh, not when I've got Whitfield, Martin and Heaney. You're dreaming. Well, he averaged more than Heaney last year. Okay. Good luck to him. Won't happen this year. Heaney in the guts. Um, well, man, they've said that for a few years now, but if he's not in the guts, I know I'm going to get at least a mid nineties average from him. So I don't, and I'm pretty confident I'm going to get, you know, 20 plus games out of him too. So this is more just one of those, let's just leave him there. I'm confident he's kind of going to be top eight at the absolute minimum top 10. And, um, yeah, he'll do my team well. Yeah. Uh, ranking 123 K kind of the biggest lockdown there. Uh, what have we got? We've got the King, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think we know enough about um, probably the uh, the rookies at the moment. Um, but currently, for me, it's Kavara um, from Dogs. But I don't know whether. Yeah, don't know if he'd be able to make it in. Um, I don't mind at this point, anyways. Uh, a player like uh, Marnie from North. I've got him sitting there. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you now. Actually, no, I've got a bone, Corey. Yeah. I've got a bone. Picking. How? Now, now, I need you to explain this to me, otherwise. I can't wait for the prospectus to come out, Corey. It's about the twelfth edition I'm going to buy this year, and I'm going to read it thoroughly, like What's I usually do. Come out. Uh, I reckon around around two months before, around sixty days before. But uh, you know, when we kind of hit that news, <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll destroy that. But why, Corey? Do we have limited one hundred and two thousand dollar players, yes. and the one hundred and two thousand dollar players from last year, EX Schlong. <laughs> Who didn't on. play a game, who's got no closer to playing a game, EX Toehill, why are they sitting at 123K? Has it got something to do with how they're rookie listed or something? Surely. Sorry, I couldn't give a flying toot. Nah. How can they increase in price from their from their price on last year when they didn't play a game? They're probably listed as an emergency. Yeah. Oh, well, that's how it is. And uh, there's no such thing as a rookie draft, mate. That before, got scrapped, what was it, three years ago? Uh, yeah. Everyone's yeah. eligible. It's rookie listed and crap like that. Um, what do you think about, just quickly, the DPP status of uh, Jordan Dawson? There's a lot hey, of hype on him on Twitter. Yeah, I, I, I had him in my uh, draft team last year as a midfielder. He served me well. Yeah, I don't don't see him. I'm not Look, I'm not going to start the year with him. I, I don't expect him to kick it up. And uh, at best, he'd probably just match what he did. So I'm not going to go out of my way to pay that money for him. Yeah. Uh, Grundy Gorn? Yeah, that's what I've got at the moment. Grundy yeah. Gorn, a laugh for the people with Nick Nat. I mean, fair income, Corey. I mean, we're going to deal with some absolute twats in the new year. I can guarantee you that. And uh, every we're going to see Nick Nat floating up there again. But that's nah, Grundy. I mean, how can you go away from it? Goldie, maybe you could mount a case. I mean, he wasn't that bad last year, Goldie, wasn't he? Uh, Average 112. No, no, he was all right. Especially that's late. 112 is big. But, um, no, nah, you have to go Grundy Gorn for me at this Rob. point. Yeah, uh, well, take those well, I like, uh, look, we're obviously both probably going to go set and forget unless something else throws itself up. But I don't mind Sammy Draper to get a bit of game time this year for Essendon as well, coming off that uh, was an ACL injury, 123K. Yeah. He could earn I think a he, did it, he did it in the preseason, though, Draper, did he? Last year, yeah. No, he was in the preseason. Yeah, no, he's running now. Just because he's running doesn't mean he could be anywhere near the game. No, nah, back usually... at training, back running, he's, he's good. He's been good since the off-season. Well, here we go. Just having a look here. He's had uh, May 20... No, May 7th. May 7th he's done his injuries. So what does that take us to? Round 6, round 7? Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. They got big Andrew Phillips though, Corey. No, I don't, don't, worry, don't know if you're able to squeeze him out of there. <laughs> um, look, we'll go down back and then we'll have a bit of a chat in the midfield. Both got Jake Lloyd. Ah, uh, yeah, I think you have to. Yep. Uh, then you've gone Laird, and I've gone Dan Houston, and I just want to quickly have a chat about Dan Houston. I'm not saying he's 100% locked into my team. Um, he's one I'm going to monitor very close in the offseason, but love the look of him going into the guts at the back end of last year. And for me, if I'm pinpointing anyone to do a bit of a dunkly, it's uh, kind of Dan Houston to go into that midfield for Port and uh, set it alight. And, you know, 484k, he's not exactly a mid-pricer, but I think he's going to offer value and um, one that I'm going to keep my eye on. He's he's not getting remotely close to Dunkley. Let's just uh, let's just put that out there, shall we? Um, and I think I said to you earlier today that it's just for me, it's not feasible. I don't think. I think an yeah, extra fifty day, you can just Josh go get Dunkley declared. wasn't feasible for you at the start of last year. And well, know, no, I started McRae, the year with him. Yeah, McRae wasn't feasible for you as well. You know, you, that was about three years ago. Yeah, so and they always pop up. That, look, they do pop up, but. I mean, let's be careful. I mean, yet, what did Dunkley average last year? Like did, 120? Look, I'm not saying that he's going to go and average what Dunkley averaged, but if there was anyone that... What my thing is, you know, I watched Dunkley at the back end of, what was it, two years ago and said, like, this is it. He's gone into the guts now. Going to be a play to pick. That could be Dan Houston. He could be the one that changed position at the back end of last season and I could see as a top six, you know, that you know top six to eight um, come the end of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if Dan Houston's name was there as a defender. They got a lot of those players. I'm I'm more of a fan of DBJ, Darcy Byrne Jones. Nah, I think they're gonna. He's gonna sit on a wing. I think it's too. Yeah. Uh, he's not. A, he's not a midfielder like a. And nothing wrong with sitting on the wing. No, but I just don't think. I think Dan Houston's more likely to go into the guts and dominate. You seen it at the back end of last year. He played good footy. Allowed Robbie Gray to go forward and have some uh, stints in the midfield. Ollie Wines isn't exactly quick. I'll tell you one, Corey, is, uh, you know, well, maybe we should wait for the team podcast. I might not reveal all my cards just yet, but there's one year that I've certainly got my eyes on. He's sitting right at 400K. And uh, when I say right at 400K, give or take a few thousand, it could be quite interesting. I'll leave it at that. Beautiful. Uh, There's a few of them at that price, actually. Anyway. You worried about Dockers at all? Am I worried about Corey? Not score-wise, injury. I'll tell you now. If if Lockie Whitfield was a lock, right, then Sam then Sam Doherty would be the lock Smith. He'd be the lock Smith. I'm just talking about. Are you worried about his body? What? Why? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because he's had bloody 17 knee reconstructions in three years. Well, I'll tell you now. If he's had 17 knee reconstructions in a few years, he'd be the bionic man, and that would give me even more faith in him, Corey. Uh, Sam Doherty is now any any peanut out there. And does not want to start the year with this bloke. He averaged 120 in the last season he played a football. Series now, I'm not saying he's going to average 120, but I am saying he's going to average 134, Corey. All right? Fair enough. Uh, back to the injury-prone conversation. Is you looking at Dill Robertson? Oh, you know I wanted him last year, yeah. and uh, and then he was rubbed out with the, with the heart thing. So if everything's good with the heart thing and all that, mate, he's an absolute lock at uh, D4 for me. Yeah. And then there's obviously, you know, we go down to those players that kind of returning from injury, your Williamson from Carlton and um, your Hills that are, he's in a lot of teams, Stephen Hill. Yeah, and look, rightly so, um, you know, I'd be happy enough if he only played the first eight or nine games and then I'm happy to get rid of him. He's he's going to go ping. He's not someone I trust at all, like... Um, like Michael Walters. No, no, see, I trust oh, well, that's what you said yeah. last year. But I trust Walters a lot more than Stephen Hill. 
Stephen Hill, that's a that's a dynasty pick. That's a dynasty. Obviously, pick. we've just got the rookies that are floating around up there, and yeah, Tom Mitchell. Really, Stephen Hill. I mean, we're going to talk to him about him at length during the preseason, oh, but his his averages, man, they're, they're not even that impressive anyway. Nah, you'd probably like, get a seventy. Ugh, so you reckon even that's a little bit of a stretch? Wouldn't he be about thirty-two at the moment? He'd be pretty old, old, I reckon. I reckon he'd be very no. old. Yeah. Really? Let's look him up. Yeah, look, he'd be old. I would have said probably, well, tried to type in Stephen Hill. I got Stephen Hillenberg. I reckon he's definitely got a three in the front of his name. I was going to say 29. Yeah, 29. Okay. Yeah. Was he 30 next year? Uh, yep, 1st of May, 1990. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I'm not confident with him. No. Um, Tom Mitchell? Oh, have to. Um, gypped. We've all been gypped, haven't we? I think so. 630K. Um, look, I think what we do forget is the last season he played football, he averaged 134, Corey. Um, so he really should have been, you know, if he didn't do the knee and all that, he really should have been priced 700 plus. Um, so, look, we're going to sook because we see the 630 there and we see Dangerfield and Crips at that price and, and the likes. But the reality is, is that this is a bloke who, you know, was Grundy Gorn level um, two years back, and really even the year before that too, he was he was just an absolute mammoth. I feel so, like uh, Crips, Titch. Oh, look, not so much Titch because obviously he's going to come back in the end of it, and especially Dangerfield. I feel like they're pretty underpriced for what the output uh, you can get. From. Uh, look, they're probably rightly pricey. You know, there's probably a few games last year that Crips Dangerfield didn't do too well in, and um, it just drags down those averages, doesn't I it? I like Dangerfield with no Cali. There's going to be points. There's going to, there's more points on offer, isn't there? So. Um, yeah, a few teams obviously are not going to start with Dangerfield. Uh, we know that just by simple mathematics that 100% of teams won't, won't do it, Corey. But, um, yeah, we're, we're big Dangerfield fans uh, on the show here, aren't we? Yeah, massive. Um, look, there's McRae. I'll probably bypass on Lockie New early. Um, Josh Kelly I like, but that body is just way too hard to trust. There's the doggies putting three players, three midfielders over 600k. Um, but yeah, I'm, at the moment I'm five Cripper, Titch, Dangerfield. There, I think they're locks. Um, I'm the start of the season for me. You, you're big on McRae, yeah? I'm McRae over five, and that's only because uh, the lot of injury prone players at the moment. We've yep. spoken about Dockers, Robert and Hill, Titch coming off an injury. Um, Lockie Whitfield missed a chunk of games last year. So did Devin Smith, Jack Stephen. Um, ranking King did so I've got a lot of these players in my team so I just thought give me a player who's going to play 22 thanks yeah and I think I'm going to go try and go as safe as I can at the start of next year especially in that midfield um, sit on the fence keep it nice and boring one that you threw up today that you um, McGuts the number 10 ranked midfielder from last year you want to talk about it or not Adam Trull uh, yeah nah, nothing wrong with Adam Trull he's, uh, he's a good player could do some good things again Clayton Oliver uh, Matt Crouch, Zach Merritt, you know, a few of our favourites here on tour. He's a... He's a few of the favourites of the show here, Corey, aren't they? Particularly um, Matt Crouch, going to watch him very, very closely. Any mid-prices you're looking at at all? In the midfield? Yeah. Now, look, I've just really um, halted on Devin Smith or Jack Stephen, um, mainly because I think, I feel like, you know, they've got a bit of cash to make, but potentially could be top in their position. Yeah. Um, you know, aside from that, the mid price is probably Ollie Wines is the only, the only name that kind of stands out to me at this point. He's uh, four seventy nine or thereabouts, I think. But um, yeah, just 
Yeah, I don't know if I want to be taking the risk of 479 on uh, on Ollie Wines, that's for sure. Coming to Geelong podcast, I'll have a bit of uh, chat about Joel Sell. It just depends how he's recovered from his uh, surgery that he's had. Um, Marlon Pickett, almost going to be the most picked player, you'd assume. Yeah, I would think he would be the number one owned player uh, going into this season, yep. Yeah, and then the rookies will kind of sort themselves out in the uh, Yeah, a lot of people probably got uh, Robertson, uh, the, the slider yeah. uh, from the draft. Um, Hibbard. I can't look. A lot of people might have him in the team, but I don't think Robertson will crack their team come round one. I don't even think Hibbard's going to crack Essendon's, to be honest. It's going to be interesting what happens here. Uh, midfield, actually, when I was looking at um, some of the cheap players, apart from, you know, your Rails and, and Andersons and kind of these players, there's probably another one there that, that you particularly like at, at around the 200,000. Aiden, Aiden Bonner, that's yeah. one. There's, um, I don't like a lot of the names. Like, the names aren't doing much for me. Um, Collier Dawkins from Richmond He's been floating around on the emergency list for a period of time But I'm sure uh, At some point some of these players are going to Sort of just stamp themselves over the Pre-season and, and force their way kind of into the team Time will tell, Time will yeah. tell won't it? Flanders at 135 I reckon uh, 162 sorry Not bad. He could be he one too yeah. um, well, Alright vice captain and captain for this week <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go Vice Captain Corey into uh, Captain Bombs this week. Corey. Yeah, no uh, way, hey, look, we're not going into much detail. It was good no. to have a chat with you. It was good to talk a little bit of Super Coach. Um, we'll be back. When will we be back, you reckon? Oh, jeez. Oh, I don't even know. When, when sure are we kind of working out? If? We might sneak one in somewhere on the way um, and then kind of start ramping it up with the. Um, Team podcast. As we've gone into that. Maybe we'll open up a fan question potty in a couple of weeks and sit down and answer all the questions that the fans might have about mid price players. That'd be funny. Really just set you set you off at the um, Etihad Stadium security well, back out there nice well, and early in the year. I did speak to the uh, the doctors over the um, over the break and they've they've actually said to me, My blood pressure's gone down tenfold since I've stopped doing podcast and oh, um good. Had a little discussion about it, and I did 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 warn them that. Uh, and look, the advice I was given was uh, through the potties this year, I just have to be popping some blood pressure tablets uh, just to make sure I'm uh, sort of somewhat level headed by the peanuts that will eventually come through. Always good. We'll be looking at getting a um, a Patreon and a, a private Patreon chat up up and about this year too, so that'll uh, kind of help us out. And look, if you've got a business and want to get on uh, on board the sponsorship and get your name read out weekly on the potty and, and do some other, you know, spot on the website and things like that. Uh, feel free to hit us up. But on behalf of Bonks and myself, peace out community and thanks for listening. And Happy New Year. There you go.